All right, what's up, fools? We got another installment of the Foolin' Around podcast. We are back in the cuts of Pony Park, where I interviewed my boy Patrick. And today, we got my boy, Mr. John, with us. How it be? Uh, life's groovy, man. Life's groovy, especially yeah. with this mushroom. This, yeah, this mushroom got me jazzed, but let's yeah. go for a walk. Um, did you want to walk right now, or did you want to? Yeah, let's answer, go for... answer a couple questions right here. Oh, right here with the mushroom? Yeah. We're in good company. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe the first two questions and then we'll, we'll head on, head on for the walk. Um, how do you know me, John? So, okay, so I was asking my mom this and I was wondering, did you do a robotics thing with my brother? Yes. You did? Okay, I she did. said, I was like, oh, like, I think you met my brother first, yeah. but, and she's like, I don't know if I remember that, but it's like, mm-hmm. so yeah, West did, uh, West did robotics, this Lego Mindstorm, which is like, I guess it's like, programming for kids but you train this little robot to yeah. you know follow it'll use a sensor to follow mm-hmm. a, like a black line on the mm-hmm. on the ground or you know it can do cool stuff um and uh i guess that was my first like family bumping into yours yes i think so yeah and then uh and then i don't know if it was before middle school but we did soccer together and i think that was the first time we had our mm-hmm. meaningful interaction mm-hmm. playing on the same team and uh i don't know when we really started to, to click and groove but certainly by like once sixth grade had started and we were in band together mm-hmm. um yeah i don't we started really exactly remember right yeah yeah i don't you yeah me and west go pretty far back mm-hmm. and uh and yeah i started our nuclear group of well i think you you and patrick were close in elementary school right yeah patrick and i met deandre was like my first mm-hmm. friend but i think probably at some point like me and deandre were in jackie rock I'll say it again for the fans. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> don't don't go on YouTube guys and search that at all. Yeah, you probably saw it on the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. No. No, like when was it, two thousand six? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I missed that one, but I look forward to I bet she'll be back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Oh. Um all right. Um and to move on yeah. Oh, yeah, from that gonna... gross experience. Um John, what's your uh current uh, experience or career path or prior experience in uh my so i uh in high school i wanted to i was pretty set on biology i did i really enjoyed it and i think that really grooved with how i think and then um in college i i went to berkeley and i pursued that with like molecular biology and started a pre-med path and really i really enjoyed that that was a you know really great training and education and exposure to just so many different experiences and people um and afterwards, I went to uh, went to Kaiser and did an internship in sort of like data analytics and um, sort of working in a big, um, you know, healthcare group sort of system. And yeah, I really enjoyed that. And the next thing I did was a, a biotech in drug development. And it was sort of like small business um, drug development, taking ideas from like translating them from uh, academic you know papers into clinical products um and that was yeah that was again another really cool experience but after that i kind of i stepped away from the medical path and just was sort of floundering and lost for a little bit where i wasn't sure if i wanted to go into the medical field you know it's so it's so such an arduous journey and takes an immense amount of commitment that you know i think deandre can speak to that um and uh and it was really intimidating and I had a lot of apprehensions about if that was what I wanted to make my life about, I think, and that's what it would take. And so during this time, I kind of just stopped everything and and made my life about surfing and, and 
and especially when it coincided with, you know, COVID, where, you know, social outreach was stymied and, or, you know, more barriers were erected there. And I already have like a, a lot of, not issues, but <laughs> I don't know how you call it, but, you know, it's like an area I want to improve on. Um, and so it was, it was a really good time to spend a lot of time looking inwards and seeing what makes me happiest and what is really important in my personal life and what I value. Um, and uh, as of right now, I think I just got a job as a, as a medical scribe in an emergency department. And I really want to give, <laughs> I want to give medicine another try because it really is a career where I think we'll groove with how I think and the idea of helping people and, and you know, making learning a, a lifelong career is really enticing to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I've in this time, you know, I've kind of explored everything. I went, I like worked in a <laughs> volunteer kitchen, like, and did mass cooking and, and, uh, and then like went to a vineyard, did this, you know, just sort of all kinds of weird craft that just to open my eyes a little bit to see what, what's really going on and, you know, kind of breaking out of the, of the like biotech medical bubble that I kind of had insulated myself in. And it was really interesting, especially, especially when you're on the like college sort of like advanced degree path, you kind of get surrounded by a lot of people in that sort of lane of life. And it's been really cool to sort of just see what's out there besides that. Um, but, you know, I guess, I guess as I grow older and it's, it's around the new year at the time of this filming, you know, it's a good time to reflect on these, yeah, these values, mm -hmm. what's important to me. And I guess that's sort of why I want to pursue that and see if there's more I can do there because it really is something that I I value and I think yeah I would be I would get fulfillment and happiness out of it even if it is tough I think that's part yeah. of what will make it so attractive to me totally no and you're definitely I think I would say out of uh, out of our friend group you're I, I don't want to call well I mean I'll I'll call myself kind of dumb, like 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 I do, <laughs> yeah, like I do, head. like I do, like I do consider you like one of the, like the more smarter kids within our group and my friend group. So I so, so I do think um, that and um, and with your passion, you would make a good doctor. So. I appreciate that. What I will say on that though is, I I was I was like kind of I don't know smarter or could read fast. I, I don't know what it was, but it instilled bad habits in me in high school that were propagated through college, where I would. Like I could get by studying the night before and it's like, well, that's not a great way to go through life. And, and, you know, like I'll be the first to say, like I got caught by building those bad habits. And so I think a theme in my life moving forward is to build good habits. And mm -hmm. something I saw that really resonated with me was, was like, like motivations will fail, but habits persist or mm -hmm. I guess prevails, <laughs> but, yeah. um, but building good habits and to, to lean on when, you know, you don't want to make your bed when you get up, but like if you, you know, make it, make mm -hmm. it the habit, you know, like I'm going to brush my teeth before I go to bed every night sort of thing. And like, mm -hmm. you're going to stick to it. And yeah. once you have a habit, you can amend it and mm -hmm. modify it to sort of meet the new goals that you've set. But, but yeah, I think, I think this, is, this has been a really cool opportunity for mm -hmm. me to build good habits and, you know, sort of iron out the the wrinkles that i had mm -hmm. developed through bad yeah <laughs> bad practices yeah no no that's good um did you want to 
Start walking a little bit. Yeah, let's get on the trail a little bit. Did you get a shot of this mushroom, dude? Oh man. Hey, hey somebody, the, yo, somebody in the comments, like, subscribe, and tell me what this species is. <laughs> We're in Santa Cruz. I wouldn't be surprised if we get like a hundred people that know what the species. Yo, mycologist, where yeah. you at? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, let's let's wander our way back. Please the trail. Yeah. We got Lewis and Clark here <laughs> taking over the land. Oh well, let's. Oh my gosh. Oh, we got a runner. Wild dog. Here we go. This way. I think I think we're on different trails. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. I guess to get into a little more of the the nitty gritty Ooh. of the uh, this little kind of podcast. Uh -huh. um, can you give me a cause or issue that you think is important, uh, but you feel like it doesn't really get the necessary attention that it deserves? In the Ooh. In, uh, in sort of that same vein that I was talking about earlier, I think mental health awareness is profoundly important especially in this atmosphere that you know COVID and a number of other things have put us in mm -hmm. and you know combine that with with the sort of social isolation and you know like for example so many people have their health care tied to their job and you know unemployment is so high and people might have lost access to those healthcare resources it's it's so unbelievably important and everyone everyone knows someone that has a mental health issue and it's you know mental health invisibility is so real and i don't know i just i i think the sooner we can talk about mental health without a stigma the better you know the better off society will be and in that same vein you know practicing compassion and, and empathy just in your everyday life and i think i think it's exhausting and i don't think it's always necessarily appropriate or or easy but i think just as a society it would it would really benefit you know us as a as a whole to have you know more open communication about mental health and you know being sympathetic and empathetic to others even if we don't know them mm -hmm. um yeah definitely just i think being a little more aware and empathetic of what people are going through mm -hmm. um, might not be uh, similar to what uh, I think like me or someone else may may think it's hard or important but obviously not not everything affects everyone the same way yeah yeah and like on that note you know so many different people have so many different values and what's important to them you know you might not even care about I like I love surfing surfing is the most important thing in the world and people you know like people won't even know that it's firing out today it's like that blows my mind but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but my whole world right now revolves around it and and like you know i'm so in tune with what the moon's doing but but you know it's 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 important for me to realize that that's not everyone else's world and like right now that's been my that's been my schedule is what are the waves doing you know what's the moon doing and uh i guess yeah yeah it's, it, it'll be nice for me to kind of check out of that zone and and you know, yeah. check back into society. No, but. yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Just, just as I know, guys, like I, like I personally, I hate the water. Like I barely know how to swim. Like I just, I just prefer to not be in water. So like <laughs> sometimes I think it's funny. Like, was it? Did I? Did I see you yesterday? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So me and <laughs> yeah. me and John hung out with our other friend uh, John, who was on the uh, John third. Boy. Yeah, who, who, who was on the third? And Salman was this podcast, but we went to the beach and Wait, you've I... interviewed John twice? No. Oh, 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 he's the third okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? No, no, no. No, he's the third one. Uh-huh. Um 
but we went to the beach and and I guess the waves were firing or something. But oh, something. <laughs> but, but but obviously I'm not I'm not as in tune with with how the waves are going. The motion of the, the motion. Going. Say it. Yeah. So, Howdy. Hello. Um, so so I think that's a good example how uh, us at the friend group we. We somehow gel very well with each other. Oh, it's unbelievable for you um, viewers at home. Yeah. It's it's incredible how how uh, diverse our interests are and how well we gel. Yes. It, yeah, I, it's so easy. It's effortless. Mm -hmm. It's effortless. And as an introvert, that's that's the most incredible thing to me. Is you know, so so many relationships take effort, and I'm so lucky to have a friend group like this. Yeah. No, this is not to not to say that I don't. Uh, consider a lot of my friends as important as you guys, but I do consider like you, John, Patrick, DeAndre, like that core yeah. of like people that like I like. If I have time and I'm back home, like I have to see these people. Yeah. And like you said, we've been we've been close at least all five of us since middle school. And you technically, because actually you did the other four of you went to the same elementary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wes so, is the outsider here. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm, so, I'm, so I'm relatively new, considering. Um, all right, let's move on to the fourth question. That's, uh, that's why we always pick on Wes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm Asian. <laughs> that's why he got huge. Yeah. <laughs> so we couldn't hold him upside down and take his lunch money. <laughs> I catch up. Well, but honestly, like, like you've, you've been this tall since almost like eighth grade. I've been like six foot since sixth grade. I have like stretch marks on my back because I grew like eight inches in a year yeah. it was horrifying <laughs> i couldn't walk straight yeah uh and then like i didn't like like i was five eight like freshman year yeah and then and then i got up to six two but <laughs> you became a man <laughs> my senior year, but, 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 but i was like uh, but, but i've always been like super skinny yeah and then like i left and i was like all right time to get fat basically <laughs> um, thicken yeah <laughs> oh gosh cultivate that mass dude and you cultivate it you did that was impressive that was uh, one of the most impressive body transformations I've ever seen. Besides DeAndre, DeAndre's, DeAndre's, I think, was was what, oh. was what the most impressive to me. But yeah, no, I mean that's yeah, that's also a, yeah, a great one. But dude, you like you've been such a what is it, ectomorph for like for however long, and then mm -hmm. dude, then you put on like forty pounds of muscle. No, it was forty pounds of something. I wouldn't say forty <laughs> pounds of muscle, right? Oh gosh, forty pounds of something. That's a lot of pounds, dude. Yeah. Wes would send me, oh man, I, like, I haven't used Snapchat in probably longer than it ever existed, but uh, uh, I, <laughs> sorry, I got lost in that thought. Um, you're going to have to cut this out. Oh, no, that's, oh, that's funny. Uh, no, but Wes would Snapchat me or send me pictures of... Uh, was this when I was living like, in the student housing? Yeah, living in the student housing. He'd send me pictures of like four ramen, like four ramen packages in the same like pho bowl, you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> that would make me so sick. Oh gosh, you earned every, every ounce of that pound, of those 40 pounds. Gotta eat big to get big. Yeah. I mean, I mean, granted, it's not like a, uh, I wouldn't say it's like a healthy endeavor, this is like strictly <laughs> aesthetic, you know, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah guys, I can make your dreams come true if you let me coach you. Right? Yeah, yeah, this guy, this guy went through it. Um, skinny to fit to fat to fit to skinny again. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, coronavirus. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's quite a quite a change for your body. Yeah, yeah, my ankles been oh. didn't appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, real quick, get this tree. Isn't that a dope ass tree? Mm. Wow, a nice little campsite. What do you think it's reaching for? 
the sky. Yeah. We should all reach for the sky. Mm. Wes, reach for the sky. <laughs> reaching, reaching for its endless possibilities wow. and opportunities <laughs> that the world can bestow. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Take a poetry. <laughs> Man, I hate poetry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alright, real quick. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Um, Moving on. Fourth question, and it's, I guess it's like pretty related to the third question. Sure. But is there another cause or issue um, that's maybe a little more close to heart that you'd like other people to know about also? Ooh. Uh, I guess I, this is, this is more uh, personal to me. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, since it's the new year and thinking about, you know, personal growth and change, like one of the, this isn't, I'm not trying to soapbox here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the, one of the things I've found valuable, um, there's a, it's a YouTuber, his name's CGP Gray, that I really enjoy listening to, um, say that one more time, CGP Gray, CGP Gray, Gray yeah. like the color, Gray like the color, okay. and E, Gray with an E, but, um, uh, he had a video on like news resolutions and one of the things he said was was it's not really a resolution to like change something like oh i'm gonna uh i'm gonna run three miles every day or do this or that in this like sort of concrete sense but mm -hmm. instead of saying i'm gonna work out every single day say i'm gonna work out more or instead of saying i'm gonna stop eating that like fast food all the time i'm mm -hmm. gonna stop eating fast food as much mm -hmm. and the way he phrased it which i loved was that like stopping a bad behavior or a bad habit is the same as a as a positive acceleration. You're you're moving the trend line from a negative downward to a zero. That's still a change for the better. Mm -hmm. And then through that, you know, say you want to read more, I think was one of the examples. Instead of playing on your phone and like if you're in line for something, instead of like playing a game on your phone or mm -hmm. doing something like that, you know, take out take out uh, like your ebook or something. Yeah. You, just, you know, so you find find ways to meet your objectives. Um, in, in small ways and I think that that's been a really good message for me to to sort of find ways to improve to, to, to reach the goals that I'm starting to set mm -hmm. um, and an, another the other side of that point that I want to add is is you can't change something without measuring it and the way I found to do that is to like diary to journal and to mm -hmm. for me like this is sort of a dumb like a dumb example for me but like i've surfed you know however many times thousands of times and like how many of those sessions can i remember but i started writing down where i go out to surf or you know what i did for the day and it's just been really cool like a form of catharsis to to write it down and to track it and to have it as reference and like i'll, t I'll keep i'll keep track of like the conditions you know what was the swell what was the over the tides and everything like that and i'm able to you know learn from my past self in things that would sort of slip away to the either of mm -hmm of you know our memory um, yeah and in that same vein i think i it sort of inspired me to say again uh, <laughs> um you know when you when you have to write down oh i worked out today you know if that's something that's important to you like mm -hmm. then suddenly it's like oh today i didn't get to write down that i worked out because i you know maybe you had something come up or this or that but mm -hmm. suddenly you're more attuned to the fact that that's something you're trying to work on and like improve in some metric or another mm -hmm. um and so yeah i think i think setting so just setting setting goals you know smart goals like specific measurable attainable mm -hmm. realistic and what's to you like time timely timely yeah set of time you know like i think i think those are really useful tools to 
affect a positive change on your life depending on what what's important to you and what you want to improve you know whatever that means to you yeah um and so yeah that's been a, that's been a cool source of reflection for me and something mm -hmm. i want to implement nice and it you know it ties back to like building good habits and you know not i don't need to change these habits overnight but you know across you know by february it's like dang like you can get pretty fit in 30 days you know yeah, how many <laughs> yeah so like okay i don't need to do 10 push-ups today but like this week i want to do 10 push-ups at least a couple times and like right come february or come you know a month or two out like suddenly 10 push-ups won't be mm -hmm. so formidable you know yeah. but yeah i don't know think about it think about what you want to change and how you're gonna get there think about how much weight you want to gain <laughs> hey you fed up weight. man Hey, look at me. Hey, are you fed up? Because this fool wants to help you. Oh my gosh. I really am a fool. <laughs> oh, I pity the fool. No, you're not a fool, B-boy. I feel like I dude, am. Dude, you're chasing cheddar. Man, this man, dude, if I could tell you anything about Wes, it's, this guy has been, like, slapped down so many times. He's failed so many ways. <laughs> and you know what? He kept getting up and, like, he kept chasing it. I, I don't need to go into details here, but... But Wes, Wes is not afraid to, to right. fail. Right, he's, a, he, he's definitely exaggerating a little bit. <laughs> no, but dude, you, fucking, bit, you but. did it, man. You you have become a master of your own destiny, even when people said no. There's a, oh man, there's something called, a, it's called The Last Lecture by Randy Pausch. Oh, I'm totally, is that a book? Know, it's, uh, it's a recorded lecture from this this guy, I forget exactly. I can, I can, I can probably Google it and then add it to the Yeah, yeah, throw the link up there. I think it's yeah. worth listening to, but, mm -hmm. but uh, it's a phenomenal lecture by a, by a, who is he a professor at? Anyways, you'll, you'll see who he is, but, um, mm -hmm. but he, he had a dream to become like a Disney Imagineer sort of thing, among like so many other things, but he, uh, you know, sort of in the middle of his career, he got to, uh, diagnosed with a, with a, metastasis uh, like a stage four cancer or something that totally snuck up on him and he only had a couple months to live and so he put together this last lecture about how he lived his life and how he achieved so many things and uh one of the examples was becoming a disney imagineer which he had always dreamed about um what is a disney imagineer i think it's <laughs> dude yeah i wish i wish i remember I, i'd seen this so many years ago but um but one of the things he said and this is what i was getting i wish i remembered more of those other details but um you said like the, the barriers that are erected by these companies to keep you out from being a Disney Imagineer. They keep out the people who don't want it bad enough. And you know, if you try hard enough, you know, you can get over that wall. And you know, that means that means building good habits and, mm -hmm. and you know, setting, setting a really concrete goal of like how you're gonna get there and, and what you're gonna do to, to make it possible. But yeah, it was just a phenomenal lecture. I think that really goes mm -hmm. in line with sort of my, what I've been thinking about recently. No, nice. And yeah. I'll say that's that, that's kind of like the uh, a good segue into my last question, Ooh. which is, what are your goals? Either either immediate could could, could be this week, could be <laughs> yeah. the end of the year, or it could be way long term till you die. You oh know? man. Okay. Well, right now I only have a six pack. I've been dreaming about that eight pack. Oh, that's all genetic. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I got I got the I got the what tenderness inscription. Mm -hmm. If I just got to cut. Yeah. So I'm gonna rail a bunch of lines of coke. <laughs> No, not suitable for. <laughs> oh my gosh! But oh my gosh! I think again, borrowing from CGP Gray, one of his metrics of success is how much of you, what what proportion of your time are you in control of, where you could do whatever you want to do. And I think mm -hmm. 
that to me is the most distilled form of happiness because you know if you have enough money or this or that you know you can buy cool things or like a quote i love is like it's hard to frown on a jet ski you know like <laughs> so money does cool things sure but you know if you need to like the dumbest thing to me would be buying a really really nice car and then like now i have to work i have to i have to give away these precious hours of my life yeah so i can afford this thing that i don't even have time to ride or you know whatever and so i think for this, me this really expensive surfboard that you bought yeah yeah it's you like, no time to use it so so finding ways to and then, you know this is ironic if i wanted to go into medicine i think this is probably the worst yeah the worst choice i could possibly get. but i mean there's there's bigger there's bigger goals in mind with that but mm -hmm. i think howdy um i think finding ways to to be the master of my own time mm -hmm. is something i've really valued during the covid quarantine especially i haven't been working a job right now and i've been able to do pretty much whatever i want and it's like it's it's cool that i've been able to do so much and you know it was like i guess a little slice of retirement it's like okay i guess i won't be a a total bum when i retire because i've just been you know so active with hiking and surfing and you know doing all these cool things but um and you know that's what i'd love to do but i know that's not sustainable or realistic for what <laughs> yeah 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 right i wish but uh so i guess finding ways to maximize the amount of time i can control and making that time you know is efficiently used as possible to yeah. do the things that I you know value most in the world mm -hmm. dang no but uh thanks for letting me interview you dude yeah, that was a nice walk b-boy yeah I call him b-boy because that's for like breakdancing boy because he because I know one thing <laughs> I, I literally know how to do one thing and ever since then I'm now b-boy west <laughs> yeah yeah like, oh my god wait we put up the put up the, the what is that image screenshot of what what is it the rap at the end of Oh, okay. Editor, put the put the rap that Wes did in the uh, the great rap speed. No, you have that file. I, I have the it. file. I'll give it to you. It'll oh, you be my, give it to me. It'll be my gift, you and sure? you gotta put up that image macro. You sure didn't get? Yeah, I lost I lost two hundred gigabytes of my precious data, my surf clips. I'm heartbroken right now, but I didn't lose that, Wes. You I'm, can. I'm I'm heartbroken for you. Yeah, if, if you guys don't know, I think this whole channel so far is about 250 gigabytes. So think that's of like that's all like, that. That's like if I lost 80 percent of my channel. <laughs> that man would be fed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe. Oh, I, would, I, I would start eating like crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, cultivating that mass. Yeah. No, but yeah, thanks for thanks for letting me interview you. Um, I know like I've 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 had a lot of people say that they're happy for me starting this series but really yeah <laughs> but 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 really like i don't i don't have a series unless like i get like people who let me bug them and interview them so. oh dude it's it's yeah. my pleasure um and and i'm hoping we we mentioned one of our friends named deandre a lot and i haven't interviewed him yet because he's he's actually a doctor he's a saucy knave yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's doing like his residency in cleveland yeah at uh, case western reserve mm -hmm. as an ent uh, and your doc and he had to he had to work surgeon <laughs> he had to work during what christmas basically yeah yeah that so, boy knows nothing about work right now so we weren't able to see him but hopefully when he when we all coalesce and congregate again then i can get his interview in i'm very excited to see it get his opinion in yeah. um but yeah that'll be the end of it thanks for uh watching this video and spending the time with us yeah let me hit a deep dab on cam mm. hey i'm just gonna end it right there all right so <laughs> <laughs> fools Y'all didn't think I was really going to end the video right there. Um, of course, uh, right after this interview was shot, my friend John did send me the video of our old school project that we did in high school. So without further ado, by it being highly embarrassing, we'll go ahead and put 
the reason why John calls me B-Boy Wes right here below, all right? Let's go ahead and do it. The God of that headache just sings a mess Our people just failed the personal test I'm not too sure what just went on So I put what I remembered in this song I found out my friend was just a bootlegger Stealing beer, being an aristocratic faker Tom revealed Gatsby's tiny secret Ridiculed him, didn't go love him no bit Cousin's heart is full of lead She left her true lover to float their dead She was the one She killed Myrtle Her car Smashing the cheating turtle And George found out it was Gatsby's car So he riddled his body and killed his own heart Gatsby lying dead in the pool Not causing the slightest amount of drool He died with the least amount of friends And it was such a sad, sad way to end So it was me, dad, owl eyes Staring at his body and letting out cry And Jordan She's a crazy girl, so dishonest and strong as a pearl. I had an affair with her, now it's done. It was immoral, rude, I had fun. There's so much corruption in this town, turning the pure ones into clowns. I'm Nick Kerwin, this was a blast. This journey of decay came so fast. And me, I'm just one honest guy, telling all you a fat goodbye, cause I'm done. It's over, I'm going back home to the Midwest, cause this crap is crazy. Y'all know me, I'm the fine thinking out there, I'm people Wesley Serving the noodles and munching the rice I do what I want, I just roll the dice Cause I'm tall, got no room to fall I slay my homework and increase the torque Cause I'm skinny, hungry, got a six pack Gonna eat the food and gonna stab your back Cause I rap like water flowing down the drain I can make it hot, I can make it rain You can start clapping now, no need to stall We know you want to, your face says it all 